Hey man, is it raining? Uh, no, I, I, I don't, don't think it's raining. Like... Is that urine? Oh man! Oh, it's a streamer! Oh, oh gross! gross. Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! Get him away! Oh, freaking disgusting! Oh, I hate people like that. Freaking streamers! I I know they're the worst. Hello everyone, welcome to What's Wrong With Nick. I'm Nick, and I've got a very special guest with me today who needs no introduction. Why don't you introduce yourself, man? Well, you said I know I need no inter introduction, so I mean, if for you want me. me to introduce me. I, I need an introduction <laughs> for me. Alright guys, what's going on? Uh, my name is Russell, um, but you can find me underneath another name and that name is a feisty taquito i am a streamer slash caster on twitch.tv slash what Switch, uh, slash what and that is going to be a f i e s t t a q u i t o r l a feisty taquito rl that's taquito or like taquito roll I mean, kind of, uh, but, but, but Rocket League, RL Rocket League, but you know, it's... Oh, that's what that stands for. I, th <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was like a pizza roll, but taquito. It's the same thing. You, you, you can get creative with sense. it if you want it. Yeah, but that makes a lot more sense. Okay. that Yeah. So, you're a streamer. How long have you been streaming? Uh, well, I I started... Uh, well, I mean, like, I, 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 like, officially changed my Twitch and everything to the moniker that I have, if I see Taquito RL, uh, last summer. So I guess, I guess what I'll say is, is this version of my stream started last summer. I had a very brief stint where it was under another name, but I, I built my Twitch under my Smash Brothers tag, which is different than my Rocket League tag. Wait, because so I was... you, so hold on. You did you change the name of the account or did you make a whole new account? I just changed the name. Did you lose anyone? No, no, no. I, I I didn't lose. Actually, changing the name gained me the following I have now. Okay, because so something happened with this show. I had a different name, and then I changed names, and I don't know if people got lost or they thought that the program stopped, but I lost more than half the followers <laughs> when I no changed names. No way! Someone was like, you probably should have given them a heads up. And I was like, yeah, I, it, didn't, it didn't go through my head that that would happen. So, okay, so I changed my name to my Rocket League name because I had become a caster. And like, because I wasn't, you know, doing online Smash Bros tournaments, I didn't really need the smash bros tag so i was like i'm just gonna change my name to my rocket league name and i think yeah. at the time at the time i don't even think i was an affiliate on twitch i don't even think i had 50 followers when i changed my when i changed my name okay so you did it pretty early on in uh in the thing well how long or how how did you get into streaming how do you is it like a sexual thing do you get pleasure from it or oh my god <laughs> Okay, so I what I, I had this I, I had this thought because I, I wanted to buy a computer, right? 
and yeah. I, I built my computer over the summer of last year. I think I ended up finally putting all the pieces together at the was end of this, May of 2021. Was of 2021. So you, you, you decided to build a computer when chips skyrocketed. Dude, don't, <laughs> bro. I, yeah, I, I made the terrible oh, mistake man. of getting into PC building at the worst possible time. Yeah, it sucks, man. Shit it was, kind of... it was, it was not fun. I, uh, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, because everyone's probably gonna laugh at me. The graphics card that I have in my PC right now was a two hundred eighty-five dollar graphics card that I had to pay four hundred and thirty dollars just to get. Man, how much is it now? Are the prices still up? I haven't even checked. Oh no, no, it's crazy. Everything dropped. You can buy uh, what was one of the most recent sought-after models, the uh, thirty eighty Ti. You can buy one for under a thousand dollars. Literally. Three months ago, that card was still going for like fourteen hundred dollars. Man, I noticed a lot of them too, because I was thinking of doing the same thing. I noticed a lot of them were sold out from the store, but you could get them on eBay for like double the price. Oh yeah, absolutely. People were scalping them like crazy. Yeah. It, uh, I so like I have a day job. I, I I you know I'm a FedEx driver by day, and I deliver Is that and where pick you stream up. Stream on people. You, you say don't what? Stream you don't stream on people while you're at work, right? You wait till you get off. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Never. Don't do it publicly. You can't do that. That's how you, that's how, that's how you like get, you get yeah, a bad are rap. You not, are you not like scared of getting arrested for streaming on people? Cause I think that's like public, um, indecency. Right? I, look, man, look, dude, it's a, it's a tough career out here. Some of us got to take the, take the sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but so that's why I was asking if it was like a sexual thing. Cause like I know people like golden showers in their house. Okay, okay, I, this guy, he's gonna he's gonna keep the bit going, everybody. He's gonna keep it going. What bit? <laughs> Look, last time we spoke, you said, Yeah, I'm a streamer. I decided not to ask questions. And then it, here we are now. I, I'm I'm caught in four K, everybody. I'm caught in four K audio. He's he's got me out of here. Cause I, I was just curious because I know you cast. I like I've seen your show that you cast. Yeah. But, and then you said you stream. Well, come on. So okay. So, okay. Casting, okay. Okay. Right? This guy. Casting is, is like live casting streaming. Then I mean, we all stream, <laughs> but you said you did it in public <laughs> for views. No. Okay. 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 So, so I guess the definition of a streamer is somebody who goes live on Twitch and is basically what playing video games in front of somebody that is a live stream. Right. Then what's casting? Casting is where you commentate. So in in my what I do is I, I go live on Twitch, I stream the game that I am hosting, and uh... then the game that I am hosting, I'm also commentating for the viewers. So if so for people go, go to like if people go to like OnlyFans and look up a feisty taquito, no, nope. you're not gonna nope. be on there. It, Nope, it doesn't exist, unfortunately. Okay. I, this, I'm is, not bra- this is where the wires were crossed. This is where I was <laughs> lost. I thought you casted on uh, on Discord, and then you streamed somewhere else. I nope. just didn't want to ask questions, so, you know, here we are. <laughs> well, I should probably throw these list of questions that I had for you then. I should probably okay. some you in. <laughs> okay, so... A caster. So what you do then, based on what I saw, I'm gonna give my, uh, what I think it is. It's like the guys that are on TV talking about sports, 
while the game is going on. Literally. But with video games. That, that's exactly what it is. And do you play too, or do you just do that? Well, no, yeah, I, I, I play the game. Like, it, it actually... So, so it's funny because a lot of people who are casters not the separation from from traditional sports to esports is sometimes the casters and the commentators of traditional sports never have actually like played the sport some of them are just analysts they they understand the fundamental like basis of the game and then others have a deeper understanding of the game and and then there's also people who were just statistical nerds and they just know everything about the numerical value of players. So in esports up on their stats, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There are tons of people who know crazy amounts of stats in traditional sports in esports. It's a little bit different. The people who are casting the game, they've played the game before and, and a number of them have either at some point in time, been close enough to the professional level or they've known people within the community long enough that they have that they have played games with them and so their skill level and understanding of the game is at least at a professional level okay so like they're they're like semi pros at playing before they become casters kind of kind of yeah that's a that's a really good way to look at it actually okay and then um why do they call them esports? Like, why not just change it to something that's more intriguing than esports? That is a question I don't know if I have the answer to, if I'll be honest. Uh, I guess Has the e-sports... community not thought about, like, changing it to something that... Because otherwise, it seems like you're borrowing from the sports thing. Well, right? okay. But this is different. So it should it... reflect the difference. I, I can agree with that to a point, but let's let's take something as simple as the Olympics. The Olympics involves a bunch of different things, right? Yeah. Do, did you know that the board game chess is part of the Olympics? Yes. Okay. Do you know why chess is part of the Olympics? Because it's so old, I'm guessing. This is my best guess. Wrong. It is because the mental stamina and ability you have to have to play chess at a very high level. What they, they've, they've scientifically like calculated how hard your brain has to work to understand beating your opponent before the first move is ever made. Okay, and so you're saying it's considered a sport because of the brain CPU requirement. Basically, so your your brain is a muscle. That it was an it, organ. It's an organ. It, it is, but it, it's it's a muscle through repeti- through through repetition, through practice, through mental workouts, if you will, through through like a series of things, your brain becomes stronger. So, because of the mental prowess it takes to be a very strong chess player in the entire world, it is considered part of the olympics because it is considered a sport in its own right yeah but let's like that's like saying that's like calling them peace sports because they're physical no one goes around saying peace sports <laughs> i got you i got you 
You see, but you guys want. I guess. I guess the. Sports. I guess the E is just electronics, right? Yeah. Electronics. Again, no one calls them physical sports as P sports. Right. I, I've never understood. I, I've never understood the esports moniker. I'll be honest. Not something I think I, I'll ever understand. But I guess it's just the separation that these are video game players. These are not actual like traditional athletes. Do they so within the community do they not call it something else? Because okay, so no esports sounds like a cringe word. Like Comp G would sound a little bit better. It's not the best, but it would sound better, right? Competitive gaming, just call it Comp G, because it's shorter, and it doesn't sound as cringy, at least to me, as esports. I mean, I, I, I don't really know if I would change it. I, it's just been it's just been esports for so long. How long that, has it been a, a thing? Uh, so if I could remember correctly i think esports really really got its start when like halo and like like halo starcraft when land first came into the picture i'm guessing right yeah i i would like but like more than just fighting games because fighting game tournaments were like the big thing yeah and um i'm guessing I'm guessing once. Oh gosh, Halo okay. Sounds, I, I'm, I'm conf- Halo sounds about right to me because I, I think as far as far as I can remember, I didn't really hear about like hardcore competitive gaming until it was Halo centered. Get this, I just I just went one to look it up just to see when did esports begin, right? Yeah, October nineteenth. 1972 the first official the first (laughs) official video game competition took place the participants played a game called space war space war that sounds like a fun game not gonna lie but and then since the 70s holy crap yeah and then apparently right after this in the 1980s esports competitions became mainstream so esports has actually been around apparently since the 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 80s is that how that doesn't make sense it doesn't make I sense agree. man i i agree i agree because 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 you gotta think like we we as we're as we've moved forward in time especially since like the birth of like computers you know the use of computers and computer games and even arcade style and stuff you would like even when we were younger you wouldn't think that we would be putting video games on the tv like on espn and we're watching that as a traditional sport and they're like yeah esports these athletes are doing it they're doing their thing they're playing video games shooting them up no yeah. it's, it's it's not been it's not been popularized until lately when when games and, I, and like you said like like we both said halo when, when something like halo really took off i think that's what kind of at least pushed forward in front of a lot of people that this can make a lot of money. Maybe it's yeah. not exactly a sport like baseball, football, basketball, soccer, football, wherever you're from. You know, it's not like that. It's not a but like, sport, but it's right. an e-sport. Exactly. Exactly. It's not a P-sport. It's an e-sport. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that just blows my mind that it's been around. Because you would think if it's been around since the 70s, you would see it you would have seen it on ESPN since before Halo. Exactly. 
right? But I didn't really hear about it that much until kind of fairly recently. Huh. What's, I'd, I'd, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what's really wild is if you look at the cultures of like Korea and Japan, they nationally, like in their regions, televise esports. Dang. Like, how? Okay. I've tried watching competitive gamers. So recently, not recently, almost recently, I got an Oculus Quest 2. Okay. Which, by the way, uh, you guys should get and then send me an email so that I can... Actually, I'll put my code on the thing so that way you can type it in and you'll get $30 on your Oculus Quest 2. Like, once you get it and do the account thing. But, um... So I tried watching people that competitively play, and it it was the the way they filmed it was like they had the physical you could see their like real people with the goggles on, mm-hmm. and then you you could see the what they, what they were seeing right the game inside it's third person mm-hmm. floating camera. <laughs> uh, the physical watching them was just so awkward. It's not right. even remotely kind of cool. Watching right. this watching them play like it's okay but it, it wasn't I, I mean i would never got into traditional sports anyway so maybe that's why like i'd have to, i have trouble even being interested in that so for me what where the interest lied for competitive gaming was always fighting games i, I actually it, it's funny I, I stream and i cast a game that involves more traditional sports mechanics and ideas than a game than the games that I actually grew up watching and like wanting to be good at. Like, can you give us a like example of each? Okay, so so Rocket League involves a team of three people, and you take a ball and you hit the ball into the goal. You said you said you you watched you peeped in on the show. Yeah. So you 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 kind of understand like. The right. ball goes soccer in the goal, they score. Exactly. Yeah, soccer with cars, yeah. So the breakdown of the game involves passing the ball and progressing it from your side to the other side, just like actual soccer, while also having the same kind of rules as, as hockey. Soccer and hockey kind of share similar rules in the sense of like offsides, tackling, and like penalties and overtimes and all that kind of stuff. They're not, they're obviously not the same sport, but the way the sport is broken down and broken up is, is kind of similar when you kind of, when you, when you understand it at a fundamental level. So wait, so, in Rocket League, do you have someone playing forward and then someone playing um, keeper? So it's not necessarily that it's one, two, and three. You have the one, you have the first man, second man, third man. And, and they're each playing the, different positions. No, they're not, they're not exactly playing different positions. They're playing different roles. So each player, they rotate. So the three people will all eventually end up filling the role of first man. They'll all end up filling the role of second man. They will all end up filling the role of third man. But it's just how the fluidity of the game moves forward. Okay. I think that makes sense. But so then what games did you want to get good at? I grew up loving... Super Smash Brothers and Mortal Kombat. Okay, so your heart is in fighting games, but your stream is in 
more sport types games. Right. That's exactly right. Gotcha. What's your favorite fighting game? My favorite like, fighting down. game. You said what? Hands down, favorite. Okay, it's, it, dude, it's Smash Brothers, and and, and I know Smash. I'm gonna which, catch flag. Which Smash gonna, Brothers? Melee, bro. Super Smash Brothers Melee for the Nintendo GameCube came out 2001. It is the yeah, best. It's still game. popular. It is the best game that has ever been made. You think it's better than um, the one for the Switch? Absolutely. No, 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 that was the one for the that was the one for the Wii. Oh, that, that was, that's right. Um, yeah. What was the one for the Switch called? Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It. Ultimate. Yes. I don't know if I bought the right one then. What what makes it better than the other one? So in melee, um, there, there's a funny joke about Sakurai, the creator. Um, he made he made, he made Super Smash Brothers sixty four for the Nintendo sixty four in nineteen ninety nine. And when he went to create a sequel, he used the same code from the game that he made the for the 64, and he updated it for the GameCube. The, the company, Nintendo, gave him like a crunch time, and he was able to create a whole different game off the base code from the Nintendo in two years to make Melee. What he didn't realize he did was he didn't, like fully code the game correctly, I guess is what we'll say. And he ended up making what would become one of the most mechanically intensive platform fighting games that has ever been made. And the reason it was, the reason it was so mechanically intensive is not because of something that he intentionally did. It's something that the players found out on their own. Okay. Uh, Break that, like, open that up. What, what do you mean? Okay, so so in a game with Smash Brothers, you, you have the jump button, the attack button, the special button, the shield button, and the grab button. All yeah. very basic moves. Right. And then you, you move with the left thumbstick. If you press up on the thumbstick, you can jump, or you can or hit you can, X or Y. Yeah. yeah. You can hit X or Y. Um. The, if anybody listening is familiar with the GameCube controller, you know there's a thumbstick and the yellow stick called the C stick, the control stick. Yeah, for the GameCube. If you didn't play GameCube, it's the control pad. The, not the control pad. It's the buttons on your right-hand side. There you go. Yeah, yeah. The buttons and the little tiny yellow stick on your right-hand side. So but they don't – If the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what is so crazy is – if you in and in the game, if you <clears throat> you have the left bumper and the right bumper, obviously the on when you're standing on the ground, those shielded. Well, when you were in the air, you did something called an air dodge, and if you held the control stick, your left stick, in a direction, and you hit air dodge, you would directionally air dodge. You would go in that direction. Yeah, you think that wasn't on purpose? No, no, no. Here's where here's where the mechanic wasn't on purpose. So there was there was a tournament, I believe it was 2003 or 4. There was a player by the name of Ken. This is the origin of the Smash Bros competitive scene. Ken 
ended up figuring out you could do something called a wave dash. And that is in Smash Bros. Melee. When you jump, you hold down and to the right. So your character's looking forward. You jump and you want to go, you want to hold your control stick to where it's going back into the ground. Like you're trying to get, you're trying to jump and fall back into the ground. If you hit the dodge button and you held that and you held that direction and you hit the ground, your character would jump, land on the ground and slide forward. So instead of having to run or or walk or move in a specific direction, you could if slide. you input exactly, if you input this wave dash correctly, you actually got to move quicker and with less lag. That was a a mistake you're saying. No, that was unintentional. It's not that it was a mistake. It was unintentional. Isn't that what a mistake is? I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't call it a mistake because it created a beautiful game. Sakurai well, will tell you. Sakurai I, I will tell think, you he made a mistake. I, I think. Oh, so he he says that he didn't know the game did this. Yeah, he he when he made the game and he found out it was becoming so competitive and so largely like sought after in a in a competitive setting, he realized that this is not what he wanted for Super Smash Brothers, and he very much so was unhappy with it. Okay, but that's that's saying that he what he didn't like was that Smash Bros became competitive, not that he made it good. Essentially, yes. He he so is not happy that people play the game and if, Yeah, ahead. but as far as we know, those things weren't he did those on like he knew that the code was going to do that when you did that with the input. Wrong. He did it. That's the thing. He actually he s- never he never finished fully making melee. That was what that was the point I was going to get to. Once he realized people could do this, he realized that the game was actually unfinished. Okay. So that was like Huh. Has anyone tried doing that in the original Super Smash? Come about Super Smash Brothers 64? Yeah. No, it's not in the game. So that's weird. Okay, so it's like a glitch that people found out about that right. they could, yeah, that they could exploit to their advantage. Correct. So then there's another thing they found out about, and it's called L canceling, and that is when you jump, you do an aerial move. So you jump, you hit the A button, and you fall to the ground. Now, if you hit your left bumper and a certain amount of We'll just say at a certain amount of frames for people who don't understand. It's just the move comes out. You see the move happen. It, you, you hit the L button right before you hit the ground because the, the move is still active. It's still happening. When you do that, it cancels your landing lag. So you just get to jump up and down and do aerial moves as long as you hit the L button before landing for free. Like you, It makes you fly? You know, it's not that it makes you fly, it makes you move faster. It's a movement option. Oh, okay. Right. So when he realized all this stuff was happening and the game has already been made, it's 2001. He can't... You can't can't just patch all the games. Exactly. He can't patch the game. That's funny. So so now we're in 2022. I mean, almost 2023. This game has been going on for 21 years, unpatched, unchanged, and it is the most popular 
fighting game in existence. Still to this day. Still to this day. How do they play that competitively? The 64 had it had internet, but it wasn't good. Right. The the GameCube also had internet, but of course, it wasn't good. Yeah. So uh, what they, they do, a... so what they do is they grab they're no for everybody who doesn't know, the the old TVs we all used to have in our house are called CRTs. The ones that had the the red, white, and yellow cables on the front end of the TV, you know, you plugged them all in to play your video game. They're called CRT. They're called CRTs. I thought it they, was like controlled circuit or closed circuit remote television. Wait, I'm thinking of security cameras. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, you're. Let's you're see mostly... what, what does what does it mean? Cathode ray tube. Oh yeah, CRT it was, stands it was for a box. It was a box. Exactly. So so what they do is they hook up a, a like large amalgamation of cords and they play this game in a very large setting in front of thousands of people and when when it's live streaming on Twitch when the people are commentating it from tournaments live streaming in front of hundreds of thousands of people on a TV that was made in 1992 so they're they're still playing on those TVs. Is there not? Because you can hook up your GameCube to a computer. You can, but, but you can't local play. You can't play online that way, right? Correct. So why don't they just do? Can you do local LAN like local area network with? Uh, can you nope. LAN? You so literally have no choice but to play on the same screen. It's not that they have a choice to play on the same screen. When they 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 split the they split the visual. Oh, so each one is getting their own TV to and watch. their own GameCube, and they're literally connected through a cable that connects the two K the two GameCubes. Yeah, so they're basically doing LAN, but then they're streaming that still to this day. Yes, and you're saying that one's better than the newest Super Smash. To give you a comparison, when that game goes live on Twitch for for Evo Evolution is the largest fighting game tournament in the world. When is when that? Pe- it, it actually just happened uh, at the beginning of August. So is it every year at the beginning of August? Typically, but <clears throat> this year was the first time that Melee or Smash Brothers Ultimate wasn't a part of it. Why? Why did they not make it a part of it? Because it was the first Evolution back. So the, the the tournament fell under new management, and uh, they they decided to just stick with tradition quote unquote traditional fighters, which is side scrolling fighters. So Mortal Kombat, Street Fighters, you know Tekken stuff like that. Well, how's the, what's how's that different? Oh, because you can you can jump and there's levels up. Yeah, platform fighters and side scrollers are two different type of fighting games. That's a weird. Uh... That's a weird place to make that distinction is on. Right, exactly. I, I understand, or... but but yeah, so so platform fighters are more freeform fighting games. They're more you can kind of move around more freely, you can do more fluid combos. Traditional fighters are side scrolling. There's a wall on one end and a wall on the other, and you two have to duke it out, and that's just that. Yeah. Did you ever play um Mortal Kombat versus uh, DC. I did. What'd you think? 
it was fun. I I, uh, I was more so a fan of the game that was just called Mortal Kombat. It's actually the ninth game in the series, but uh, it was a game that came out. I think it was like 2009, 2010, 2011, that era, like that around yeah. that time. Uh, and, uh, I was going to say in Mortal Kombat versus DC, spamming is the easiest thing in the world. Oh, of course. And Mortal Kombat in general, and Mortal Kombat in general, spamming is pretty easy. Is it? In the newest one, it seems like it's a little bit harder to do. Because the newest one finally added mechanics to the game that make it a little bit harder to be at the top level. You have to kind of understand a few things. Like Mortal Kombat 11 introduced uh, short hopping and flawless blocking. How do you flawless block? You input a block at the exact moment a move is going to hit you, and you get a uh, counter. And that counter, it, it's so. So when you get hit in a fighting game, somebody hits you. You are in hit lag, meaning the person hitting you is still doing a move. If you're blocking, you are now in what's known as shield stun or block stun, meaning you are taking the full brunt of that hit and you cannot react until the hit is done. Right. So when you flawless block, you negate the block stun, the hit stun or the shield stun. So like a counter. Yes. And and, then hit back. Exactly. And then when you get to hit back your next move, has what's known as plus frames, meaning you get to act a couple frames or or animations or pixels quicker than they do. How, did you have to look all this up? How do you know this? Cause, so I've played video games for a long time, but this is something that I've never even run into. But then again, I'm terrible at fighting games, so I don't usually play them unless I play them with my wife. <laughs> so fighting games, uh, they're all involved in frames. Um, all your moves are done in frames. Everything is, is based off of frames. So when you want to understand a fighting game much deeper than just what you see on the screen, yes, you do need to look up the frames of a move. So and you, you, lo- you went and looked up the frames of move. In Smash Brothers, yes. In Mortal Kombat, no. Okay. And does it actually help you get better? It helps you understand what your better options are, like what your better moves are to do in specific situations. Uh, is everyone that's like uh, really good at gaming, do they all know this information? Oh, they they know it very deeply and they know it for a, like a lot of characters. So would you be at a disadvantage if you tried getting good at these games without knowing that? Yes, because most likely somebody who has competed in games. Okay, let's take this example right here. Me and you, we sit down and play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on the Switch. Right, I lose. You would lose because I have the knowledge. I know what to do. No, it's because I'm trash. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I'm bad at fighting games. (laughs) I would lose. But no, it's essentially I'm the seasoned veteran compared to somebody who doesn't know the game as deeply. Now, yeah. now, and now when you have, 
Okay, let, let, let's let's talk about Tekken real quick. Let's talk, I'm gonna I'm not gonna switch up the conversation about frames or everything, but a, a, a fighting game player who's very well respected, right? Yeah. Um, there's a player from Korea. His name he goes by the gamer tag Knee, like on your leg, Knee. Okay. He is 37 years old. 37. Okay. And he is the best Tekken player that has ever existed. This man oh. has gotten every character in Tekken online because on they have a ranking system online. He's gotten every character to the highest possible rank that exists in Tekken. And I think there's some like 26 characters, 30 characters in Tekken. And he's got them all at the top. The highest rank possible. And okay. Where's so 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 you want to talk about somebody who understands a game. But and so he knows the frames of every character in the game. But how do you know he didn't just get good at playing? He did. I'm just saying he went deeper. Because he not only had to know what his characters can do, he has to know the matchup. He has to know what moves beat other moves type thing yeah but that doesn't mean he knows the frames right like like if if let's say we were to sit both of you down and mm -hmm. i go okay um you know backhand by the pimp character how many frames is that you would say oh that's two and a half frames he would be like i don't know no but, he, he would be able to tell you because i would be the person who doesn't know <laughs> but okay and See, this, do you get what I'm saying? Like, because it seems like you can get good at these games if you just watch. Like, if, if for example, he might not be able to tell you how many frames it is, but if you say, okay, what what move is faster than this? He'll be like, oh, these moves from this character is faster than that move. Right. And it, right. If you ask him by how many frames, he would say, I don't know by how many frames, but it's faster. Like, wh how? Why do I care how many frames faster it is? Because then that person can throw it out. So, so after that. After knowing what the faster moves is, it becomes full circle here. It becomes a game of chess. Who's going to make the first move? Who's going to mess up first? Who's going to allow themselves to get caught throwing out a move? Or as we say, as we say in fighting games, pressing buttons. If you, if you're pressing what's known as unsafe buttons, you get punished because yeah, just the, button smashing. If you're that's, that's if, if you're mashing, if you yeah. are mashing, you will get punished. That is exactly why somebody like me is better. Not only does he know the frame data, before he knew the frame data, he was just good at the game because he played it so much. Yeah. So he so he only made himself better by learning the frame data. And he says he's learned the frame data. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. He talks about it. He talks about it to people. Okay. That's that's I thought that that wasn't happening and it was just like an assumed thing that all these guys know frame data. No, 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 it's definitely not assumed. You have to look it up. So why did you go how did you go from that to Rocket League? Isn't okay, Rocket League. Let's let's jump on that for a little bit. I thought that was like a kids game. I thought it was like Fortnite. It's made by or it's owned by Epic Games. It is not. It was not made by Epic Games. Okay. So, but I still so, thought it was like a kids game. 
you know what? It, it, mo, mo, a lot of kids probably do play it, which is assuming why a lot of professional players for Rocket League are still in high school. Ah, okay, that would make sense then. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good players in Rocket League are still in high school. They're, they're kids. Yeah. So it is, it, it's, it's geared towards a younger audience, yeah. But Rocket League, when I, when I first got my hands on Rocket League, I, uh, it, it, well, I don't, I don't know. Can I, can I talk about smoking a little, a little weed on your podcast? I don't want to, I don't want to get you in trouble here. I'm going to get fired by the studio executives. Hold on. Let me oh ask. no. Oh no. Well, they said, they said, <laughs> they said, um, don't talk about how you put meth in it. Okay. And, okay. And right. They, All right. Oh, so they told I... me, they told me not to say that you put meth in it. Okay. Cool. Oh, they said, so stop def- saying the word meth. Okay. Okay. So, so I didn't put Adderall in my weed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I was the, the game came out in 2015, but it was known by another title. It was known by Super Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Oh my gosh. Yeah, huge long title. You're not you're not going to sit there and remember that. You're not going to tell your friend to go buy Super Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. You're not going to tell no, your friends I, to go buy that game. You'd feel a little so, dumb saying it. Exactly. So so they ended up condensing the title down to Rocket League. And they and it came out with a with a fresh new face in 26, you know, 2015, 2016. When I first played it, I was living with my best friend Ian. We were living in an apartment together. His buddy came over, his buddy um uh Sebastian, and he was like, "Hey guys, you ever heard of this game?" And I was, you know, we're like, "No. What's what's Rocket League?" He's like, "Oh, cool. Check it out." And he literally bought the game on my buddy Ian's Xbox and while getting stoned we played the game so you could imagine me being under the influence of marijuana driving around trying to hit a soccer ball into a goal with an RC car basically from Toy Story that I'm just like what is going on here right yeah so then my buddy shows me a video he's like look at what these people can do and it was a video of somebody jumping off the wall, flying in the air, and hitting the ball into the goal. And it was, okay, it was, it was what? You said what? What'd you say? Okay, so it was a clip of... So, so, so Rocket League is played inside of a cage, right? Inside of an arena. Yeah, so the and, ball can't get out. Exactly. And you can drive on the walls, and you can, you can drive onto the ceiling... But you can't keep driving on the ceiling, you know, because this game, for some reason, was created with real life physics. So, like, you're, 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 <laughs> I don't know. You're, I don't know if I would call driving on the wall. No, 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 no. I'm getting to that. But, you know, yeah. you could drive on the wall. And if you go on the ceiling, your car is going to fall off of the ceiling because you're not Spider-Man. You can't stick okay. to the ceiling. Yeah. So. So. When he jumped, when, the, when I saw the player jump off the wall and fly through the air and hit the ball into the goal, I was like, I want to do that. But it how do you do that? It doesn't sound that hard. You would think. What makes you, it hard? So, so you have to jump. You have two jumps in Rocket League. You have boosting, and then you can control the car, right? Yeah. What do you think the what do you think the only thing is that you can't really predict about Rocket League? Where the ball goes. Right. 
So if you jump and boost and fly into the air, you may not, you may or may not actually hit the ball if you guess right. Correct. Yeah. There you go. But are you so? But how many of these hits aren't like sixty, seventy percent luck? Because people are smart enough at the game to predict where the ball is going. So they can do that every time. The professional players, yes. Okay. It still doesn't sound that hard because once you play it a, a couple times, you're like, oh, now I know I can do this. Right. But then what gets hard is you now need to get creative about putting the ball in the goal. Yeah. Because 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 just like you do something so many times, somebody will eventually now catch on. Like, coming. Exactly. So then you have to get creative. Well, then, just like in real soccer, because obviously there are not human beings hitting a soccer ball into the air and then activating boosts and flying to kick the ball into the goal. That doesn't happen in real life. This is this is not a video game. But something that does happen in real life is the very famous player, Cristiano Ronaldo. You he's, get injured. He's, you get injured. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> if you're playing soccer, every five no. minutes, someone's getting injured. <laughs> no, what I was saying is he dribbles the ball. He controls the ball. He he maneuvers his way between his opponents to score the ball. Very yeah, famous ask, soccer player. Can you, can you dribble the ball in Rocket League? You can. Because it looks like every time you hit it, I mean, I guess technically when you're dribbling a soccer ball, every time you hit it, you're pushing the ball forward. Correct. So I'm guessing it's the same thing. You push it forward, but at a controlled speed, so it's not like... Also... Forward. You control it on top of your car. You can put the ball on on top of your car. If you if you maneuver yourself correctly and you pop the ball up, you can go underneath it and 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 position yourself to where you're carrying the ball on top of your car. Yes. But other players can jump, right? Could they? Just they can jump on top of your car. They could, but if you're if you're dodging and weaving and shucking and jiving, maybe you're just maneuvering around them better than they can keep up with you. Oh, so it'll stay on, on your car. Can you get like a if pickup you, truck and then put it on the bed? Can you change the cars? You can change the car. There are several different cars within Rocket League. But there's no pickup truck. There is, but you cannot put it in the bed. Dang it. That's, that was my master plan. <laughs> well, yeah. They, they, so, actually, they, they actually partner with a lot of like popular cars. Um, season oh, there's eight. real cars? Yes, sir. They are real cars. They have a, <laughs> they have an F1 car, like you know the F1 racing vehicles. Yeah, yeah. They have an Formula F1 vehicle. One. Yes, sir. Formula One. They uh th this next season, season eight, which will come out pretty soon. They're they're putting in the uh, Honda Civic Type R. That's funny. I thought so. From what I saw peeking in, I thought they were like uh, you know, like made up cars. Some of them, like, yeah, a lot of them are made up cars, but there are real ones. They have uh, the Ford Mustang Mach E. They have yeah. that inside Rocket League. I'm they guessing have it the drives F just like it does in real life. I wish it did. <laughs> and the stats, obviously, the stats change depending on what car you're using, right? Nope. They're all the same, so you're just getting a different skin. It's not that you're getting a different skin; you're getting a different hitbox. A what? A hitbox. So where you hit the ball changes. Not where you hit the ball. The, the sweet spot of you hitting the ball on your car 
changes. But so like speed, jump, turbo, none, none of that changes. And everything is the same on every car, speed, jump, and boost wise. The only thing that is different is the physical appearance and the hitbox of the vehicle. Huh. You would think they would change the, all the other stuff. It would make it a little bit harder, right? Because then you'd they, have to get your team to coordinate. They did. When the game first came out, they definitely did. But they changed uh, it. It was too hard. A lot of people on the internet complaining that they didn't like that every single car had a different hitbox. But you said they kept that part, the different hitbox. Well, no, that's I was getting to that point. Oh, so, that's changed now. Yes. So, so when Rocket League first came out and they had a bunch of different cars, they had a b- bunch of different hitboxes. So a lot of people who were trying to get really good at the game threw a really big fit about how they didn't want to have to learn, you know, I think at the time there was like 17 different cars. So they didn't, they didn't want to have to learn 17 different hitboxes, right? Yeah, you just play with the same car. Right. So they all got fed up and everybody just started playing with what the main vehicle is, the Octane. And okay. and they were like, yeah, we're only going to play with the Octane and the Dominus. The Dominus is, uh, think of a Dodge Challenger. It's that like is, a flat bumper in the front. Well, no, 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 like, like, like a short cab, but a really long front end. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that like they, the they, they use the Batmobile. There you go, perfect, the Batmobile. They basically, they basically threw a fit and were like, yeah, so we're only going to use these two cars. Uh, by the way, and, I'm talking animated series Batmobile, not um, Christopher Nolan's Batmobile. Oh, no, no, no they, ha- they have three different Batmobiles in Rocket League. Oh, they are Batmobile. There's Batmobiles and Rocket League, so it is like Fortnite, kind of. Yes, but that is yeah. all that that oh, that only happened after Epic Games really took over. Is it that fun? You've played it, right? I'm guessing you've played it a lot. Is it that fun? Oh, I love Rocket League. It, it's a love hate relationship. I love that game, but I also hate that game. How? Why do you hate it? Because it's extremely hard to be extremely good. But only because you're competing against high schoolers that have nothing else to do all day. So they can rack well, more hours. And also people who are just better than me. But aren't they just better than you because they've racked more hours in the game? That could be the, that could be the case. Or it could be the fact that I'm 30 and I'm old and my dexterity and reaction time is going out the window. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the game would be that much faster than your reactions. That's the crazy part, right? So you asked, you asked what happened. How did I switch from like fighting games and Smash Brothers to Rocket League, right? Yeah. Smash Brothers specifically is a very expressive fighting game. You can tell what kind of player is playing the game by watching their care, like the way they control a character play. Not a lot of people play the same character the same way. There's a bunch of different people that play the same character, but they all play it differently. Right. And Rock and Rocket League, seeing as everybody has the same jump, everybody has the same boost, everybody has the same speed, the only thing that changes is the car. They have to express themselves in the way they control the ball. And seeing as it's seeing as it's a very expressive game gameplay in that way, it makes it very hard for for somebody like me to predict who's playing on the other side of the pitch 
But why would you? So, why would you need to know who's who the players are? It's not that I would need to know. It's that I need to like. It's it's ad- it's it's adapting on the fly. I have to be able to oh, keep so up. Oh, so you with- want to knowing how they play so you can counter the way that they play. There you go. Gotcha. I still say it's just time, man. So whenever I was probably middle school or high school, whenever a Halo um, came out and you could play online, mm-hmm. I was playing online and I got really, really good. I got good enough to where I could take out, I think the max was like six or eight players on the opposite team. It wasn't that big number, but I could take out the entire team without dying and then getting like, uh, what is it? Unfreaking believable, like those things that pop out and tell you, like, oh, you've done this, you've done that. And oh, I yeah, could the, do that. The, ki- the kill sprees and stuff. Yeah, I could do that with a pistol. Now, it wasn't that I was just really, really good. It was that I had no life and all I did was play this game. So naturally, I got better at it than adults who have other things to do. Right. Like, I, I didn't have a job, right? So, homework was done, went to go play. And then I spent the rest of the day playing. And I think that's, that's, I don't think it was my reactions. I'm pretty sure it was just the amount of time I put into it. And, and that's, it's, it's repetition. It's practice. It's everything else I was saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's, that so is. You, or wait, cause otherwise what you're saying is by the time you hit, basically when you're 29 and you're a professional gamer, you should consider retiring. Cause all the high schoolers are going to beat you. Well, so that's that's another reason why I mentioned me and the fact that he was 37. Oh, a I thought you were just <laughs> I didn't know you were throwing that up for other just saying it cuz like no. you're saying this guy's 37 and he's playing video games as a profession. No, no, no. So so that is that is one of the arguments is because like Street Fighter, Tekken, um a game called Guilty Gear, the traditional fighters, the the side scrolling fighters. Yeah. They their player base is older. Their their player base is more 20, 21, 22 plus age groups for their professionals. They, oh, okay. they because those guys have been playing the game in stand up arcades forever. Like right. these guys, these guys have been playing the game. OK, so Rock then scene, I'm right. And it's not your age that you're bad at Rocket League. It's the time. Yeah. That's, See, that, you're trying to make yourself feel bad for for being thirty. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm just I'm I'm turbid myself just because I'm just yeah, I, like, I, I like a physical sport makes sense, but it's absolutely. mostly because your joints absolutely. and your muscles are wearing down by that point. Correct. Like you're just putting so much work into it that you're you know you start having multiple surgeries and stuff like that. Makes sense. Well, yep. once you got older, you're like, yeah, I should probably consider retiring. Cause uh, you know you're gonna you're gonna you can only push your body so much until it just falls apart. Well, that and then you know the older you get, the, your body changes. It's you can't keep the same physical appearance forever. You have to put a severe amount of work into it to keep up that level. Yeah, or or drink baby blood is always an yeah. option. You know, pr- but, pray uh, praise a little uh, you know, praise a little Satan, do a little dance. Sacrifice yeah. a lamb, you know. Drink some. What was it called? There's like a the thing that they're saying. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? They check out. Of, they scare babies and then they take out their blood and it has adrenochrome. There you go. Take some adrenochrome. Oh my, oh my lord, have mercy! No way. <laughs> and then you could just be. You could just be. What's his face? The guy from Mission Impossible. 
Oh my god, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. You could be Tom Cruise at 60 and look like you're 30. Good lord. But um so you're you're casting because you're saying to compete competitively requires a lot more than what you can give. Yes, but but because I, I've put so much time into the game, I've learned quite a bit about it. I've put enough time into the game to actually understand You're like it. The Joe Rogan of Rocket League. You could you you could say that, but I'm not I'm not that good. I'm not that well, I'm not that Joe, Joe Rogan, the reason why Joe Rogan's good at, at um commentating on MMA is because he did MMA. Right? He's Correct. he's done I think he did um kickboxing, he's done jiu-jitsu, and he's done Brazil, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. So when he sees all these moves, he knows, like, oh, this person's doing this, they want to do this, this person is trying to do this to get out of that. When you play, when you watch them play, you can see that. I, I have a base understanding of what the player is attempting to do. What they do once they hit the ball changes, and then I have to change how I'm talking about it. Yeah. What, um, I'm trying to think. So, and then I'm guessing commentating, because again, I don't get sports. Like it's never been like an intrigue of mine. So the whole thing is just weird, right? It's just like, to me, it's just like, I don't get it. Like I I don't get it, but I'm trying to make sense of it. So uh, the reason people would want to watch someone commentating is because instead of just watching the game by itself, you're kind of interacting with someone that can kind of explain. Because in Rocket League, isn't it just like, oh, they're passing the ball. Oh, they passed it back. Oh, they passed it forward. No, nope, they passed it back. They're trying to make it in the goal. They didn't. Is, right? Isn't that, wouldn't that just be, I mean, that's what I, mean, I would be it, saying. I mean, isn't that what, what MMA is? Isn't that what baseball is? Isn't that what basketball is? I would say MMA, no. Uh, basketball well, how, and baseball, yes. Okay, how is how is MMA not the the person has wrapped their hands around the other person? They're trying to put them in a hold. Oh, the other person kicked the other person. They got a point for well, that. Oh, they did this. So oh, like, they did that. So like with holds, hold on. There's because <laughs> with uh, it doesn't matter. But he's in the room. But she's not that loud. With holds, <laughs> there's very specific ways that you can get out of one. So right. you can't just say, oh, he's trying to get out of a hold. Because there's, let's say there's two ways you can get out of a certain hold. The commentator, when they, when they see the person position their body, they can say, oh, they're trying to bring their arm in and then twist out. Let's just pretend, right? That's like a simple one. Okay. Twist okay. out. So- but the other guy is putting his hips so that he can't exactly move. Right. But in, right. in like basketball, it's like, oh, the guys tr- passed the ball and the guy shot the ball, but the other guy blocked the ball. Right. But but because they did it in such a way or the way they walk, they approached the, the hoop, the way they moved. You don't know that that's what that you, you know, the end goal is to put the ball in the ball in the hoop. Just like in Rocket yeah. League, you know, the end goal is put the ball in the goal. It's how they do it. It has nothing like they to might, do. They might fake it and then pass it back so that the next person puts it in because they know they're or, blocked. There you go. Or they know that the possession they're holding isn't necessarily good. So what they'll do is they'll use a mechanic to attempt to disrupt the defense 
to allow their teammate to try and score. How do you block someone in Rocket League? You just crash their car? Well... Can you shoot you... rockets? No, you cannot shoot rockets, unfortunately. Dang. They should add that you... for the next one. You... You can demo somebody. You can de- you can you can cause a demolition. Like you you mess up their car. No, you literally run them over and they explode. Oh, and then I'm guessing there's like a count there's there's a countdown to how long before they respawn. Exactly and three so that seconds. Buys, okay, and that buys your team at least three. No, it buys you more than three seconds, right? Because the moment that they explode, the respawn, and then them getting situated to where they're gonna go. Now so you know you, where, right buys you a couple seconds when they they explode. There you go. Now you're thinking about it. Do you explode too when you hit them? Nope. So it's just them. Yeah. Huh. So so when a when a person when a player beats you going the same speed as you and you can you and you know that you're going fast enough to cause a demolition, they can hit you and you can demo each other simultaneously. But so it's based on speed. It is based on speed, and there is a when you use thirty five percent boost out of your hundred percent boost in Rocket League, you will hit a speed called supersonic. That is the fastest speed per hour. There you go. (laughs) I don't know if that's exactly what it is, but yeah. So you, I think so so, because at that point you're basically gonna go travel through time. Something like that, yeah. In, In Rocket League, you just do a sonic boom, and you're going as fast as you can possibly go. They just call it supersonic. Wait, is that the speed that they were going in the movie? Because now I can't even remember. 90, 68 miles an hour? Do you remember what no, it was? You're talking about uh, Back to the Future? Yeah. 88. 88. There you go. They hit 88 miles yeah. an hour. <laughs> and then they blow up the other car. And you have to. So, so you're saying if you go from. If you're from full boost down to 35% boost because you've held the button on. By no, that you point, you're you going. You use 35% boost. Not oh, okay. go down to thirty five. Oh, there's a couple okay. different. There's a couple different ways to reach supersonic, but the easiest way use thirty five percent boost. Easiest way. Gotcha. What's the way you, to get supersonic? You can you can flip, you can drive, and you can flip forward either three times, or you can uh, boost slightly, flip twice, and you will reach supersonic. Or just like Super Smash Brothers and Rocket League, they have a wave dash. Okay, could you line up the cars and then the car in the back push everyone supersonic and then they boost once they're at supersonic and then they go double supersonic? No. Then you triple supersonic the front the front car? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you tried? When no. you can't you can push a car, but eventually the car will move out of your way. It will not actually you either demo it or it'll move out of your way. Even if they're steering with you. Like they're hitting Even- the gas and steering. But right. you're you're pushing your booster rocket. Yeah, everybody will always go the same speed. Nobody oh, will go man. faster than nobody else. Yeah, exactly. Dang, I I thought I came up with like a cool strategic move that they could try next time. Where, no, like, but you guy but is. but you can use your teammate to hit the. You can use your teammate's car if they're in your way. You can hit them into the ball and score. That's kind of that's cool. That, that makes sense. You can I'm also use your blow up. You can also use your opponent to do the same thing. It's called a pull shot. Why is it called a pull shot? Well, think of billiards. You use the oh, cue like ball to cue? hit it. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of different there's a bunch of different little things about Rocket League that make it a little unique. But so, I think I think as a whole, that game being so closely related to traditional sports is 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 a better esport. You know, or you know, it's a better esport rather than a p sport. It it uh it's a better esport in the sense of like its longevity. I think that you know like Call of Duty Call of Duty literally hasn't changed in a decade. It's still the same game. Dude, uh, man, again, I got the Oculus Quest 2. My favorite game on that one right now is Onward and um Pavlov Shack. Mostly Onward because um, I paid for it. Yeah, Pavlov like the dog, but Yeah, I know. Shack. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Um but the reason why I like these games so much is because you can't just run and gun. You're going to get shot and you're going to die fast. Exactly. You're going to have to be a little more strategic. Look around corners. Don't stand, don't stand straight up. And yep. um, you got to look at your magazine to see if you need to reload. In most games, that... you can just reload and you don't lose any ammo, right? But in this one, I can't remember how many rounds you start off with. Let's see what we start off with 20 rounds. You have 10 in your magazine. You shoot a couple. So now you have seven rounds in your magazine left. If you throw that magazine away and reload with your next magazine, you have 10 rounds like left because you had 20 total, right? So now you only have 10. You just threw away perfectly fine bullets in your previous magazine. And then games like uh, Call of Duty, you shoot two rounds, re reload. You didn't lose the rest of the rounds from that magazine. They just reappear. So this, that's what I was saying. Like, I'm not, I used to like those games. I started playing these and I was like, oh, this makes more sense and it's a little more intense. Because it's a lot easier to die. If that makes sense. Exactly. You have you have a lot more. It, it's it's actually more intensive for you to play, like to pay attention to what's going on, rather than just hitting buttons, running around, and and shooting a gun. So I think that it it in it, it, in and of itself, that is exactly why I appreciate Rocket League over a lot of other stuff. Because yeah. as as simple as it is, yes, hitting the ball on the goal, there are so many different ways you can do it, and it it makes you it forces you to be creative, like like it forces you to think of ways to create opportunities for anybody on your team or yourself if you're doing a one v one to put that ball in the goal, and with the with the list of mechanics that exist and the list of like good players who know how to read position and know how to read plays and all that kind of stuff. It it just makes, it makes it really, really fun. Now, obviously yeah, you have to be more creative with the same tools that they have. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. You, you, as, as again, something that we, we say in the video game community, you, you just got better player. You got outplayed. Yeah. That's it. So do you, do you only stream? Okay. I don't know if I'm using that word, right? Do you only stream? Uh, Rocket League games, or do you do other games too? Uh, I I want to start streaming other games, but when I when I do, uh, typically I I rotate Rocket League through the circuit called uh, IGL Indie Gaming League. Um, it I I revolve around a six week regular circuit and then a four week playoff circuit, so ten weeks at a time. And obviously there's 52 weeks in a year. So we have summer, winter, fall, and spring. 
we do each of the seasons. So 10 weeks each season, I'm casting Rocket League. When I'm not doing that, I'll I'll stream games like uh, the new Warner Brothers Multiverses platform game that came out. It's basically... It's basically Super Smash Brothers, but with uh, Warner Brothers characters. So, like, that sounds cool. Is Wacko yeah, so, in it? No, unfortunately, Wacko, Yakko, and Dodd are not in it. Wow. Talk about but, a missed opportunity, man. Oh no, no, no! Hey, hey, the game's not done yet. They're they're releasing characters. They've got they've got Shaggy and Velma from Scooby. Wait, hold on. Okay, I've seen memes talking about using like Shaggy. To fight, yes. but I thought it was just a meme. You're saying there's a video game where you can use them to fight. Yes. So you have Shaggy, what platforms and, Sco- is this Shaggy on? and uh, Velma. You said what? What platforms is this on? Uh, I know it's on the PlayStation, Xbox, and computer. Okay. You don't know if it's on and the it's Switch? And it's free. It's free? I don't know it is a free-to-play game. Oh, man. What's, what part do you play? What part do you pay for? Uh, it's in-game stuff, so skins and other crap, okay. battle pass and all that crap. Every game okay. that comes out now has a battle pass because of because of Fortnite. Yeah, freaking sucks. <laughs> but um, they've got uh, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman from the Justice League. Oh, is that where they're from? I thought they were from. Um, they're from DC. Marvel, but like they. Yeah, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But then they have okay. Who else do they have that other people would know? Oh, they got Bugs Bunny. Okay. They got Bugs Bunny and the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. Do they have they, Elmer Fudd? They don't have. Uh, maybe they might add Yet. him. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, they have somebody named LeBron James. I don't know who LeBron James is or anything, but they got some. Oh, guy he's named the LeBron guy. James. He's the guy. He's the guy from the newer um, Space Jam. Oh, that that movie about the about the basketball game. No, it's about Looney Tunes that they play basketball. Wait, wait, wait. I, I thought that was, was some guy named Michael Jordan too. I, I don't know. Like, no, that wasn't the original one. The good one. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 some guy named LeBron James is in multiverses. Yeah, he's uh, he's like I don't know. I think he's like an he's either an actor or he's an animator. Um, it, you gotta be this, something. Yeah. <laughs> they got Harley Quinn too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they've got uh, the Iron Giant. They they got Iron Giant. I don't know if that was DC. <laughs> who who did you say though? Who else did you say a second ago? The Joker. They don't have the Joker. I I want them to add the Joker though. I want. I would rather I see either Bane, or um, what's her name? Poison Ivy. Because I've seen Agreed. the Joker in a lot of video games, but I haven't seen I... Bane or Poison Ivy. Um, they've got, they've got tons of characters, man. And they're, and they're only, oh, they have Morty. Oh, that's funny. I thought they they're were. Ri- so uh, Warner Brothers owns all, owns all these licenses. Yes. I didn't know that. Dang. Yeah. Rick is, Rick is getting added. I don't, not next week, but the week after. Yeah. They should make him, um, OP. I hope they do. Because Morty no, kind of sucks. But the only person that can beat him is Batman. Because Batman obviously can beat anyone. <laughs> but um, what's this game called? Warner Brothers Multiverses. Man, I can't believe I haven't heard of this. 
Uh, um, I bet you everyone else has heard of this game. Like, oh, you didn't know about this game? No, I didn't, guys. <laughs> I didn't know about this game. I'm finding out about this just now. Uh, and that's the then... new Super Smash Brothers 64 or Melee. <laughs> I, I also, for a little bit in between circuits, uh, earlier this year, I was streaming Elden Ring. Is that game good? Uh, the game's amazing. Someone told me to buy it, but I don't know. I, I, I love from software the, the company that made it yeah. they they came out they came out the dark souls series um i loved dark souls 3 so i as soon as as soon as elden ring got announced i was i was waiting for the day it, for it to drop is it better or superior or just as good uh i'm going to say it's better um oh yeah the the gameplay is easier for the common player like who has never actually played a from software game yeah and the length of the game is really really long the world is very expansive so i'm guessing like the like how good you can get is also really high yes you're not really capped by uh beginner type mechanics right no sir no you're not huh did you ever did you ever get into fallout I tried to play Fallout and Skyrim, but I was I, I for some reason I don't I can't get into those games just because of how much you can do and how much you kind of like need to do to get certain things in the game. And I what just do you mean so like so like uh, there's certain skills you have to get good at to get good at other things. Yeah, the and, skill well, tree. Yeah, the skill trees. It, it's the skill tree is so large. I just I would never. I, me as a player, I would want to do everything, and that's a lot of time to invest in a game like that. And I just eh. Are you one of those that, completionists? Do you like getting the hundred percent completed in games? No. That why is. Why would you? That, why would you want every? You don't need every skill to finish the game. That's true, but because I would because I'm the type of player I am, which is explore everything. Yeah, there's there's just so much that I literally would never explore at all, dude. That's what makes Fallout Three, because Fallout Three pays off if you explore a bunch. Um, right. The newest one, seventy four, sucks. They're coming out with the newer, newer one. I hope they go back to what they were doing right, because New Vegas was also <laughs> amazing. I I keep hearing a lot of people say New Vegas is the game. Yeah. But I think still, hands down, one of the best games probably ever has been The Last of Us. A lot agree, of people, right? I've heard a lot about that game. And you I, haven't and I played know a lot that one? People, no, 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 well, so, okay, so I, I never played it, but what I did do was I watched streamers play the game. So I got to, like, experience the game itself by watching, you know, it's popular streamers. Thing. It's not, but, but, I, but I appreciate that game a lot. Yeah, for what it is, man. I kill you. Haven't played it. Um, why would someone watch a streamer stream? Like, not oh, wait. Streamer is the person playing the game, right? Why would someone watch yes. a caster cast? Uh, it's it's more so the entertainment of it all. It's it's does that person make the game entertaining to watch with the way they talk about it? So just like another level of of entertainment added to it. There you go. What makes what makes you a good caster? 
This is just knowing the game or I I think it's being involved with the chat while also knowing the game. Yeah. I I think I think it's it's having that connection between the people who are typing and I mean, I mean even so like I'm not necessarily having a conversation with myself. Right. I'm telling you You're I'm interacting telling you about with the, the people that are that are saying something in the comments. Exactly. Or I if I have a co-caster, I have somebody that I'm talking to about the game. We're talking yeah. about the game. Okay. And then what makes someone really I've never like you're the only person that I've seen cast. What makes someone a bad caster? <laughs> and who's uh, the worst caster? Start there. Who's the worst caster? In Rocket League? Yeah. Oh man. And it doesn't know. have to be like worst in rankings, like your least favorite. That you would say I would never co cast with this person ever. There, I okay. I, I wouldn't say that there's some people that I wouldn't cast with. There is just some people that don't necessarily bring a lot of entertainment to uh, entertainment value to the table. They're just boring. And kind of, yeah. Who's the most boring? Uh, he's he's been since removed from the RLCS desk. The uh main broadcast desk but his name was leaf x in my opinion he leaf is he, he's kind of boring and he used to he used to be a caster then he became a host and now he's not even on the main broadcast anymore and i was it because he was I, just I, that bad it's not that he was that bad it just he's not like entertaining yeah he, he, you, you know you you know the movie ferris bueller's day off the teacher no. Okay, so there's a there's a teacher when he's calling for Ferris Bueller, he literally goes Bueller like monotone. Bueller. But yeah. it's that attitude. It's that attitude. It's not like the it's not the monotone part. It's just he has that very kind of bland just like oh yeah, like Maddox. I'm about, huh? Do you know who Maddox is? Not exactly, but if if it, if that helps you understand it, that's that's we'll go with that. Yeah, that helps me understand it. Okay. Okay. That makes that makes sense. And then who would and, you say huh? Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say with the person he got replaced with is a guy who goes by the tag Wave Punk. Wave Punk is very engaging with the desk while he's there. He's very engaging with like the the, the audience, you know, because I mean when 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 the main broadcast is on, tens of thousands of people are watching it. So he's not exactly talking to one specific person or a small group, but he tries to engage the quote unquote audience as much as he can, obviously due to the fact that it still needs to be a professional broadcast. Right. You still have to watch the game. Yeah. He still has to like do his job. So he's not going to sit there and have Twitch chat up while he's broadcasting and hosting a desk full of analysts and casters because he's not focusing on his job, but he, but he is engaging. He's entertaining. And he get, he likes to get everybody involved. Leaf is just the guy like, yep, and it's your turn. Okay, yeah, it's your turn. And uh, yeah, okay, it, oh, all right, that's it. Is it like a close knit community of casters? At the top level, yeah. At, at the what? At the top level. Yeah, and so y'all all know each other, and 
I'm guessing y'all have cast with each other before. No, I have never casted a main Rocket League broadcast. Why is that? Because that is a paid gig that I would have to have, quote unquote, years of experience doing. And I'd also have to know some people. I'm guessing it's mostly know some people, right? It's mostly know some people because that's the entertainment business. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's just as hard to get there as it is with anything else, unless you know someone. Precisely. Basically, just know someone. What about, are the, are the girl casters any good, or do they just show cleavage and then get views? No. Lemon, Lemon Kiwi is a really good female caster. Uh, Chixa is another good female caster. Um, Karma was a player. She was a professional player. Uh, she is more so an analyst than a caster. Uh, she, she's really good at analyzing the game because she was a professional. She gives you, she gives you insight from the play, like the player aspect of it all. Like, Um, yeah, there's not a lot of women at the top for casting wise. There's a lot of female content creators and no, they don't show cleavage. They don't put on skimpy clothing or anything like that. They're just chill people. Oh, I mean, there's, there's probably plenty of attractive females that play rocket league. I mean, Oh, I was just talking about people or casters on, um, on what's it called? What's that? Discord. Or no, no, Twitch. 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 There you go. That's what I was thinking of. The Twitch streamers. Yeah. Like, no, there's, there's not, there's not like the female streamers that you see that are, you know, got their butt hanging out of a pool. They're in a swimsuit and they're playing video games and the camera is literally focused on their butt. Yeah. It's not like that. That's not Rocket League. No, yeah, it's it's the the women who are playing Rocket League Take it are serious. girls are girls who are you know actually playing the game to get good. And yeah. some of them some of them are actually pretty freaking good. Like some of them are in the higher ranks and others aren't, but they they're trying, they're streaming and a lot of them are signed by organizations as content creators. Gotcha. What, what, uh, speaking of, cause these only videos I've seen is, or the ones that I've seen mostly is that the women that get caught cheating on their, on their live, on their live stream. Oh my God. Cheating in a game or cheating? Like, yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah, crazy. I, I've never seen that. So there's one, I'm guessing they're playing PC cause of the mods that they have. There's one that I saw where they were playing call of duty and, um, she, as soon as she turned around the corner, she was killing people. Right. So she turned the corner. Basically, turn it, shoot. As soon as uh, she turned around to the corner, the guy mm-hmm. would be dead because he again he didn't even notice that there was a person there, right? And it was like happening every time. And then you could hear the other guy saying, "Like, how is she even seeing me? That's not possible. How is she seeing me?" And then on her stream, I guess there was a glitch in what she was casting because she could see through the walls, mm-hmm. so she knew preemptively what was in the room and where they were facing before she even fired. And then there was another one. Where if her reticle, I think this is what it was. If her reticle was over the person, it automatically shot. So she didn't have to actually pull the trigger. It would pull the trigger for her, guaranteeing her a hit every single time. Okay. It's an aimbot. That's what it's called. Yeah. That's, that's what I said. The aimbot. Did I not okay, say that sorry. out loud? I'm pretty sure I, I said that out loud. I, I, I got you, though. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. 
What what are your thoughts on that? I dude, cheating in any video game is ridiculous. Like, don't just just don't. If you have to cheat to be good in a video game, then you probably shouldn't be playing video games in the first place. Do you do the? Uh, you haven't seen that in Rocket League, I'm guessing, right? It's impossible to actually hack Rocket League. I mean, I'm sure it's like, not. like, well, well, like, well, what I'm saying is like, you cannot set up something to play perfectly in Rocket League, but they have made what's known what's known as the Nexto bot. They've made a bot that is actually extremely good at Rocket League, but there is no way to like mod your specific side of the game to be insanely like accurate, this, that, and the fifth, because people just actually start like banning your account. Oh, so they're just better at spotting it before it gets before absolutely you get too much absolutely. notoriety. Yep. They're know. absolutely really good at spotting it. And I'm guessing games like uh, Call of Duty have just too many players. Precisely. Yeah. So many servers, too many players. I, I wonder if their fans care that they were cheating. I mean, obviously some people do, right? Because that's how I got to see those clips. But I wonder, because yeah. I'm guessing they still kept their core audience, right? Or do you think they just fall completely out? No, they, they definitely keep an audience. They definitely, like, they'll, they'll, they'll definitely have, like, any person, female, male, whatever, they they will all keep their audience because they have a following. They've garnered a following. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause you would think like, Oh, I was following you. Cause I thought you were good. Now I realize you're using fake weights. There you go. So yeah, that's crazy, man. And then, and how often do you stream? I've noticed you do it on weekdays, but. I, I do it three days a week. I usually do Wednesday night, Thursday night and Sunday night. If someone wants to tune in. Like, can you give them a time frame or does that change a lot? Uh, well, I typically try to do it every weekday or every Wednesday, Thursday and Sunday, all three of those days at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And if you're in Pacific, then 5 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> but but um, I have every game blocked off per hour. So I'll stream 7 p.m., 8 p.m., and 9 p.m. Those are usually the three different games that I would typically block off and stream. So that means I'll start. I usually try to start 15 minutes early. I have a starting screen. So the starting screen goes up. I try to pick a song that lasts for like five minutes. So there's a song playing. Once the song goes off, I swap the screen out. I talk for a little bit. The game starts, and then I will cast or stream until the last game is over. Now that doesn't guarantee that I'll start at seven all the time because I'd have to be booked for it. But yeah. when, but when IGL isn't in circuit, then I usually just go live and I just hang out and play a game or just talk to people. Gotcha. When does the mm -hmm. thing end the season you're in right now? Uh, it'll end in the next two weeks. Uh, we're in the second week, right? We're in the second week of playoffs. So week number eight. So they got so if someone were to tune in, say tomorrow, they'd be watching a playoff game. Yes. Okay, and then they they still have two weeks that they can watch them. So that that it's not bad. That's not the worst timing for them to tune in right now. No, because I because I, IGL the way it works is I just stream games of people who book me. I do not have a specific schedule. I do not cast within a specific group or division. I just, if you want to cast, if you want your game casted, you book me. 
Oh, is that how it works? So, like, the last the, one that I watched, I can't remember the names of the teams. But so they, they booked you to, to cast their stream. Yes. So uh, the one you tuned into uh, on Thursday, I started at 8 p.m. Central. And I casted, or excuse me, I started at 7. I started earlier. Started about, yeah, 7 o'clock on the dot. The game didn't start until 7.15. And that was a tier two game. And then there was a game at eight o'clock that had to be pushed to eight fifteen. That was a tier four game. So those two teams or the, the, the four teams that were playing, you know, one team versus the other. And then the next game, one team versus another, all four of those people will never be in the same division because the first game was at a higher rank than the second game was. Okay. Who keeps track of all that? Indie Gaming League, the people that I cast for, they keep track of it. Oh, they have like the roster and everything, and you cast for Yep. Yeah. There you go. It's a lot and more I complicated got... than I thought, man. I thought so. The way I thought it was was like you knew some people that were gonna play, and they were like, "Hey, man, we're gonna play." And you're like, "Oh yeah, let me cast for you guys," or something. No, yeah, it's it's like a league. Yeah, it's like an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Huh. <laughs> And how did you get how did you get in that league? I played in it. Oh, so it was one of those you knew someone but you knew yourself. There you go. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And so mm-hmm. uh again, cuz I think we're about to close. How can people find you? You you stream on Discord, right? Twitch. You stream on Twitch. Wait, is that the app mm-hmm. that I've been using to contact you? No, you your Discord is the app that we're we're talking on. That Wait, is did, like, so did I find you on Twitch? Yes. I don't even remember. I know I have the app. Oh yeah, now so I think I'm, I do I, remember. Yeah, I don't have I'm Discord on my phone. There you go. When I'm live streaming, I'm on Twitch. When we talk like this, when we're having this conversation, we're talking through Discord. Oh, gotcha. So you yeah, stream so on you, Twitch and if they wanted to find you, it's a feisty taquito. Yes. A- All lowercase. Yeah. A-F-I-E-S-T-Y-T-A-Q-U-I-T-O. A feisty taquito. And then you'll you'll pop up. And I think yep. your picture is you, right? No, my picture is a picture of a a ninja with like a like an X behind it and a shining eye. Oh well, yeah. That's what I that's, I thought that was you. That's me, yeah. It's actually it's yeah. a, it's a real life picture. <laughs> yeah, that's what I that's what I assumed. <laughs> but um i can't guarantee you'll get any views from this show i don't know if anyone watches twitch that listens to this they might i just don't know i know for sure there's uh i think high schoolers or middle schoolers that listen to this show and i know that for sure but well, i don't yeah. know if they watch twitch i know they like watching competitive games and they like okay. watching youtube videos of other gamers so okay you know, worst case scenario, you'll get at least one of those persons watching. I don't know if they're into Rocket League. I didn't know. I heard I had heard about that game, but I didn't know like it was the a big thing. I got you. Yeah, they yeah. uh they actually just had a world tournament that happened here in DFW. It happened in Fort Worth. And the attendance was 13,000 people, and they played for a prize pool of $2 million. Holy crap. Yeah. 
And this game is free? I can get it right now. You can literally go on your Switch and get it. Yeah, I think I'm going to uh, switch careers and just uh, do that. That sounds like <laughs> a pretty good payday. Sounds like it's an yeah. easy game. You said it was fairly easy to get good at it. So, you know, I'll take uh, it. Yeah, to- totally easy. Yeah, you said everyone that... So you so high schoolers are getting, like, pretty good paydays from this game? Um. So there is a team in Europe... Uh, it is Moist Esports, uh, a, uh, an esports organization owned by the very popular streamer Moist Critical. Um, they are part of his organization. They, um, they are 15, 16, and 17, respectfully. They Dang. are, they are, if I'm not mistaken right now, out of the entire world, they are the fourth best team in the entire world. Holy crap. Yes. That's crazy. Yes, sir. That's going to make some of the fans really, really getting really into it. Don't get into this game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get in trouble by your parents. But um, Right? You might stay up too late. Yeah. Don't let them know you're playing this game so you can get good at it. Actually, no, because if, if they don't realize you're playing this game, and then you start getting paychecks coming in, they probably won't care at that point. They'll be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, just do that. Drop out of med school and just drop do that. out of med school <laughs> and just do that. That's crazy. Do you have any uh, parting words? Just guys, if if you if you feel like streaming or you feel like getting into it at all, or if even if you're doing it now, don't don't ever get discouraged by the fact that you have you a low amount of followers or low amount of people watching. I never thought that I'd be where I'm at right now by just casting a video game, but I, I was able to get garner a following and people ended up liking me. So content creation, casting, streaming, just playing video games in general. It, it, if you enjoy doing it, don't let any outside forces stop you from doing it. It is it is a healthy habit. It is a healthy pastime and hobby, no matter what age you are. And it is something that if you're very passionate about and you're interested in, dive fully into it. That's all I can say. But be entertaining. But be entertaining. Yeah. I think that would probably... Would you say that's more important than being good at the game? It goes hand in hand. You get You get followers from being good, but you also get followers from being entertaining. Yeah. See, there you go. So you could, if you could, if you suck, just be really funny, and you can <laughs> compensate for being really bad at the game. <laughs> Sweet man. So this is gonna launch Monday. So if they wanted to tune into a live stream of yours, Wednesday would be a good day to go. Yes. And if they follow you on Twitch, they get updates, right? They like they'll let you, they- Twitch lets you know when, when you're on. Yep, you'll get a notification. Sweet. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. You can reach out to us at what's wrong with Nick at gmail.com. Um, I'm on Twitch now too, apparently. I don't know how I can stream this show, but I will figure that out and we'll probably do that at some point. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. Bye. End of transmission. Good night.